All right. Hello, friends. My name is Weston Nakamura from Blockworks Macro in Tokyo. It is Friday, April 28th, 2023 at Asia Markets Close. Welcome to the Market Depth Podcast, bringing you global market commentary and analysis from the Asia Pacific trading session so that you know what happened overnight. I am fresh off the heels of Governor Ueda and the Bank of Japan's press conference and policy from today. So we have a policy decision of no change to yield curve control and a policy review that has been announced broadly in line with consensus expectations. And we also have the uh, first Ueda press conference now under our belts. And frankly, we somehow have even less clarity of what the Ueda regime stands for after this policy meeting and press conference than we did before, at least in my view. Um, And it's not just about policy, but about conduct and behavior. It was a very, very strange day. And I will walk you through this day and I will give you my takeaways um, beyond the just the policy announcement itself, because this wasn't just another BOJ policy meeting. It was a first glimpse into the behavior and conduct of those who will be running policy going forward for the next five years. Um, and frankly, it's just as, uh, if not more important, to, to study that angle than this particular announcement, for which I know that most of you have already seen all of the kind of news headlines about anyway. So let me first just walk you through how a BOJ monetary policy meeting day typically would go, okay? So these are two-day meetings, and the second day upon conclusion is when the policy statement itself is released to the public, and then the governor of the Bank of Japan has a press conference um, for about an hour or so after the market close, okay? Now, note what I just said, right? The policy statement is released when the Bank of Japan board is done with their meeting and their voting, okay? Meaning that there is no set time for which the policy statement comes out, right? This is very highly unusual. I think BOJ might be the only one of the major central banks to do it this way Um, because, you know, the Fed, the ECB, the Bank of England, the Bank of Canada, the RBA, whoever. Policy statement for them is released at a specific set time, right? Like the FOMC policy comes out at 2 p.m. Eastern on the dot, right? Not the Bank of Japan. For the Bank of Japan, it's whenever they're done. Whenever they're done debating and voting, right? Which means that markets and traders and whoever have to just basically sit around and wait around and be attentive for something uh, to come out at any time. And so usually policy statements are dropped like earliest around 11.30 a.m. for a.m. market session close. Um, But usually, you know, before or around 12 p.m. noon, right? So that's in between a.m. market close and p.m. session open, um, reopen at 12.30. And so if policy is released during that lunch break period, you know, the only markets that are open and trading to react like in, you know, in knee jerk in real time um, are equity index futures and FX currencies. Um, But cash equities, JGBs, JGB futures, those aren't aren't trading. Um, And then so when markets reopen at 12.30, then you get like the second wave of market response, you know, when, when everything else opens. Um, and then markets basically kind of trade around in, in the dark until 3 p.m. for the rest of the day, um, till 3 p.m. close. And then 30 minutes uh, later, after market close at 3.30 p.m. is when the Bank of Japan Governor Press Conference begins. Um, and that usually lasts for an hour, and that overlaps with when like the London European traders, especially the FX traders, when they come in and then they react. Um, so there's that kind of overlap, right? So that's how it typically goes. 
So leading into the midday policy statement release, markets are usually just very dead quiet in the AM trading session. Even if policy meeting day happens to be a macro data release day, markets ignore this if it's a BOJ day day um as and they did that today as well okay so let me just walk you through today chronologically this is very very unusual day so we start off the day with getting some early pre-market macro data so tokyo cpi coming in um above consensus estimates tokyo cpi is a leading indicator for nationwide cpi and again this was ignored markets didn't move markets don't care because it's boj day then around 10 30 a.m japan time Okay, or basically an hour or so before a potential early policy statement release, which is supposed to be really the most boring and dead time of trading in Japan ever, right? The AM session of BOJ Day. But at 10.30 AM, we suddenly get a flashing major headline released by Nikkei. Number one, the Bank of Japan is not going to be changing yield curve control policy today. Number two, Bank of Japan will be conducting a policy review and that review process could last about a year long in order to do so and then number three the bank of japan will be modifying its forward guidance with regards to its rate policy uh, and of course all these were done without citing any sources now this threw me and everybody way off completely unexpected and jaw-dropping Markets too, okay? We saw topics banks surge about 2%. So dollar-yen volatility, you know, upon these headlines. Um, it was market-moving. This was market-moving material information. What the hell kind of news publication does this type of shady and irresponsible thing, okay? Um, and so that's what I was thinking at the time, right? Like, I was thinking also, which would be worse? That if, if the Nikkei was completely wrong or if the Nikkei was completely right about all of what they're saying is about to come out of the BOJ within you know the next few hours. Either way, 10.30 a.m., they basically released what the BOJ statement may potentially be. Um, so that was very weird um, because, you know, I, of all people, I know what a BOJ press test looks like. I coined this phrase, um, and it's not done during the Bank of Japan board meeting, during the meeting right before announcement. Uh, that's not when press tests come out. So it was very, very weird, unusual. Never before have I seen or experienced that, and I didn't really know what to make of it. Then markets closed for the AM session, and now it's wait for BOJ policy statement time. Policy statement doesn't come. 12 p.m. noon, nothing. 12.25, five minutes before p.m. open, nothing. 12.30 p.m., p.m. open, still nothing. Markets who are used to having this information already are without it. And the longer that it takes for the policy statement to come out, the more speculation starts to build up that something big is coming because there must be some fierce, rigorous debate happening and it's taking time, right? This is what happened um, on Halloween day in 2014. Um, Kuroda's QQE bazooka shock round two. I was on the trading floor at the time, just waiting around. And then it just came at like 1.30 p.m. Nikkei exploded 5% into the, uh, higher into the close. Um, that was that was very insane, right? So I get very wary personally about when it, when it starts to take a really long time. Then at 1 o'clock p.m. on the dot, we finally get the policy statement. And what was the policy statement? No change to yield curve control, forward rate guidance scrapped, and a policy review that will take one to one and a half years to conduct. In other words, dead on accurate with what the Nikkei reported at 10.30 a.m. two and a half hours prior. And by the way, the votes 
for this policy meeting were unanimous. And then there were no further details about the meeting that were given um, as, the, as usual, right? Like who voted, who was in attendance and all that. So this is now looking extremely shady because if you recall over the weekend, this past weekend, Sankey News had its press test talking about having a policy review that would span 25 years. And it turned out to be the case today that this comprehensive review that will take a year or more to conduct will span the past 25 years. Okay, so fine. So that's more of a normal press test. I could accept that. But what's with this morning's press test? I mean, Nikkei got it dead on correct. You know, and the no yield curve control change part, fine. That could be an easy guess. That was consensus. But things like a one-year time frame for conducting the policy review and then scrapping forward rate guidance, that's too specific in detail to guess at, let alone guess correctly. Um, and then consider how much time it took to release the statement over an hour long, longer than, than average, right? And for what? For what statement result? Unanimous vote for policy unchanged. Now, maybe because it's Ueda's first day, he was slow with the process. You know, I was thinking that. But no, I rejected that thought immediately. This is a two-day meeting for policy unchanged unanimously. There's no debate that goes on into the PM session open. And what time? 1 p.m. on the dot was the release, down to the second not 11.37 a.m., not 12.04 p.m. like the Kuroda days when they were released truly whenever it is that they wrapped up. Now, this was 30 minutes after p.m. session open. So my thoughts were that this was a first time ever seen, but this was a day of press test. Ueda and the board knew, even before the two-day meeting, what the policy statement will be for the April BOJ. Okay, because they did the Sunday press test with Sankei, which means that they, the, at the very least they were discussing, you know, at least last week they were discussing all this, and they more or less coalesced around this unchanged policy. So they likely already knew going into today what their what the policy was going to be, and so they basically what they what I believe happened was they they simply just got the Nikkei to throw the policy statement out there mid morning. And then they watched the market reaction, including for the PM session open. And then 1 p.m. on the dot, they basically had this pre-scheduled release time for the policy release. Um, and so now that the press is apparently like almost an official part of the Bank of Japan's communications arm, uh, I went into this press conference at 3.30 you know, with this mentality with a completely different approach, right? Because instead of like, normally, obviously, I'm watching the press conference to watch what the governor of the Bank of Japan has to say about that policy. This time, I'm coming going in just to, not, not just for that, but I'm, I want to also see what this group of individuals, this media, this aggregation of media, right? What these people and their behavior and their conduct was like via, what kind of questions are they asking? And what kind of questions are they not asking, right? Such as, I don't know, let's say I was there. It would be like, uh, I would grab the mic. Hi, Wes Nakamura from BlockWorks Macro. Uh, my question is actually not for Governor Ueda, but you, Nikkei guy over there, um, front, sitting front and center row. Uh, do you want to explain what in the hell that was all about this morning? Uh, and, and then actually I do have a follow-up for the governor. Um, Governor Ueda, do you want to explain what the hell that was all about this morning? Th th thank you very much. Right, that's that's what I would do. But obviously, there was going to be absolutely none of that. 
um, it was just question after question about this policy review and repetition. And here's why that's nonsense behavior from the press. Okay, let's just take a look at this one and a half year long policy review thing. Okay, this in itself is also nonsense. As in, there's some other motive for this very long policy review process that was just unveiled. Governor Weta, two months ago, you were a college professor. You're telling me it's going to take a year and a half to conduct a review of the Bank of Japan quarter century of easing, for, which it also included or overlapped with your own very stint at the BOJ way back then. Why, why a year and a half? Why would it possibly take that long? Are you starting from Macroeconomics 101 from scratch? Does the BOJ not, you know, review what it's doing as it's going along? You know, it, 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 I'll tell you what, if you give me one month and just full access to anybody at the BOJ, I will bang out a top-notch comprehensive policy review myself, and I'll have it on your desk by the next meeting, right? Give me, give me a break, right? Here's why this policy review thing is really like something else in disguise, right? Because according to Ueda, this this policy review process that's going to take a year, year and a half, it doesn't mean that policy changes are on pause during that review process in the meantime. They will do whatever it is that they need to do with monetary policy during this policy review. It's exactly what he said. So what what are you doing a review for then? Are you still in professor mode working on writing a textbook? Like what what are, like I, I don't understand what the purpose is. Second, Ueda said uh, at the press conference that this one to one and a half year time frame is flexible. And it's not like, you know, in terms of process wise, it's not like at the end of it, they're just gonna drop like a 500 page sort of, you know, paper or whatever. Um, that he said that they can kind of release bits and pieces of their findings, you know, throughout. So that means that monetary policy of the Bank of Japan will just continue regardless. And therefore this policy review has no impact or implications for policy itself. And then this drop bits and pieces part, that means that they can release whatever their findings are tactically um, as sort of additional forms of their own press testing. And then finally, this absurdly long time that it takes for you know reviewing oneself, it happens to conclude just around fiscal year 2024 when they just upped their inflation outlook to that 2% target. So what a nice convenient match that is. So as far as the policy is concerned, policy review is meaningless, and obviously so, and it was made very obvious and apparent immediately so at the beginning of this press conference. And so now I go back to this press conference, this meeting, this assembly of these scummy, you know, hybrid of state media and corporate private sector media individuals, right? Question after question was about policy review. Okay. I think I heard two questions about yield curve control from Bloomberg and from another Japanese outlet, legitimate questions. Um, but nobody will say anything about what the hell that was all about this morning because they all want to have that next ex exclusive press test scoop, right? They don't want to be left out of that or piss anyone off. Now, to be fair, like I said, there were some real real questions, you know, as I mentioned. Um, and and also, I just want to make clear, it's like not everybody is like in this kind of club, if you will, right? Um, in, in fact, in fact there, there's a guy. Uh, I have no idea from what publication he's from. He, he he just pops up every now and then. He's like a very weirdo reporter um, with a very. You don't see any of the reporters' faces, by the way. You just it's cameras just stri strictly on the governor, so you just hear like the mic getting passed around. But um, but he has a very distinct voice in the way he talks, right? 
and he basically he's he only you only hear from him like in the last five minutes when the the leftovers in the back are allowed like one question and this guy is clearly not like establishment um he's uh, very obsessed with like weak currency and you know he he's like harassing kuroda about it all throughout 2022 and like till the very end um he speaks in almost like a like a very weird almost cartoonishly hyper emotional tone like Governor Kuroda, do you not feel the need to apologize for destroying the currency, and and do you not need to reflect upon the pain that you've caused Japanese citizens? Like that's what he's, he sounds like that, but much less eloquent than that, and more cartoonish than that. Uh, to which Kuroda would just very calmly and firmly respond, "The question you're asking me is, do I need to self-reflect in regret? Not one bit." It's a very like a non kuroda ish thing if you think about um, him in the giggly sense. But it's funny just because whenever I watch the BOJ press conferences on live stream on YouTube, I can see the YouTube comments go by, which are also hilarious, right? These YouTube like live comment people, they're actually very sharp. I guess they're like the Japan day traders. Um, and they're more importantly, they're fair and they're critical when they need to be, and they're just very objective. But whenever this guy's voice comes on the mic, you see the comments flood with like, oh, there he is. Like, here he comes. He's back. And they call him like, you know, the alcoholic and like the drunk and all that. Anyway, point is that that guy was there today, too, crying about the end to, to, to Ueda, for which, you know, Ueda said more of nothing. But the point is, like, it's not it's not a monolith of media, but the reason that you're not going to get the call out from like that guy is because that guy has his own fringe identity and the, those like him. Right. Um, so that's why you're not, it's not going to ever be questioned like this, this sort of, this relationship, right? This symbiotic relationship between the Bank of Japan and the major media that was put on clear display, especially domestic media. And so for the rest of this press conference, it was just a whole lot of nothing out of the media and therefore a whole lot of nothing out of Ueda. Okay. So for example, Ueda said the chance of policy normalization during the review is not zero. Now that is not a profound statement okay it might sound like it at first but it's not if you think about it okay the chances of policy normalization during the review is not zero okay as opposed to saying what that the chances of normalization during the review is zero of course you're not going to speak in definites of zero and 100 percent. oh yeah and then also because it was immediately followed by the chances of the start of an exit process delaying to two to three or four years is also not zero that's what he said as well and again that doesn't mean that the exit process is going to start two three or four years from now it just it, it doesn't mean anything it's not that he's dodging questions he's just giving completely useless answers and then he's also playing like kuroda's greatest hits right you know we, we will not hesitate to ease further um he even said that jgb yield curve inter- remember how i talked about this the steepness of the or i'm sorry the the kink in the JGB yield curve that had smoothed out. So he said regarding that, that the JGB yield curve has indeed smoothed. And yes, that might be due in part in some help from global yields collapsing, right? And he did use that phrasing, help from global yields collapsing in March. But that was also, yes, due to that December yield curve control change that was successfully enacted by the Bank of Japan, as well as these fund supply ops. Um, the, these are the also heroes of smoothing out the yield curve. So, you know, he's a BOJ cheerleader. So you get the idea. Hopefully you get why I'm more uncertain about the Ueda regime after this first press conference um, than I was 
than I was before it. Um, you know, I said yesterday that I don't know this Ueda guy, right? Well, now I know that I know less about this guy than I had realized. What I do know, however, is that the Ueda regime so far is one in which that is relying heavily on the media to do its heavy lifting of market reaction pricing in for it, right? And maybe it's better that way, right? Because maybe this guy, you know, this guy is not the smoothest communicator um, versus the the media, whose job it is to tell stories and convey messages effectively. Um, but clearly, Ueda is relying heavily on media and doing blatant press testing. Sankei News press test of 25-year review. That was spot on. Nikkei today. No yield curve control change. Rate guidance gone. And a year-long process for policy review. That's also spot on. And Ueda's very nomination announcement itself, that too was a Nikkei press test. He was born into this, right? So my personal approach now is to be is to very carefully study the behavior and interactions of the Bank Japan and the press covering the Bank Japan. Um, and the press might very well be a market front-run opportunity until markets catch on that the press itself is the BOJ communication arm, in which case you do have to pay attention to the press because that's when 100% of the policy pricing in is going to take place. And then by the time it becomes a real official policy release, maybe we'll get, you get to a point where markets don't even move anymore after that, right? So look, I still have to process all this. It's been a very wild day. These are just my initial thoughts. Um, and hopefully differentiated BOJ coverage that you won't hear anywhere else that I just wanted to share. Um, meanwhile, just on the market side, we are getting a bid in bonds and the yen is getting crushed. And these are just kind of position unwinds and position exiting for those who are betting on yield curve control change, you know, bond, bond weakness, yen strength, those are now unwinding. Um, and then note this level on yen futures, by the way. Um, if this level breaks right here, you can see dollar yen screaming towards these 140 levels because that's where you saw this gap up from from the last March BOJ uh, meeting, and you know it's it's closing in very quickly around that level. Okay, just a note. Also, next week in Asia, there's a lot of uh, market holidays. So Japan and China Golden Week. I think Korea is closed as well at the end of the week. So activity will just be kind of, you know, more or less dead for out of Asia in terms of market activity um, and developments. But I will be here, um, especially with FOMC still to come. So you can count on that. But for now, I need to just go for a very long walk and ponder what the hell just happened and what the hell this new Ueda regime is all about and what they stand for. We still don't know how they conduct themselves, all that, like, I really have to, you know, kind of reevaluate that. The Kuroda days are over, right? One thing I can say for certain, not only is every BOJ meeting live, but even intermeeting is live. In other words, any moment is live for a, a policy change or for a policy change to get reflected in, in markets, whether or not that is ultimately a policy outcome officially. Given that press tests can occur at any time, inside and outside of trading hours or even weekdays. Okay, so cheers, everyone. Have a great weekend. And Governor Ueda, you want to play hardball? I'm game. You want to play hardball? I'm game. What are you doing? What is wrong with you?